What's up, everybody? Welcome to the KF Podcast. This is your pop culture week in review. I want to say thank you for listening. If you found us on the interwebs, check us out at KF Podcast. Actually, don't check us out there. Check us out at the <laughs> KF Podcast uh, on all your social media needs. I went back into the old intro where we had a website, but we don't have that anymore. So just Google us, KF Podcast, yes. and uh, yeah. you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tech, TikToks, um, all kinds of places. And, we are uh, on TikTok. We haven't put anything out there yet, but we're out there. I'm going to start doing ourselves dancing yet. Get yeah. past the dancing. There's no dancing. Just going to be nerdy. There's no, there's no Ted dancing. No Ted dancing. Ah. Or Brian, neither <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Welcome to the show. It's what day is it? What the hell day is it? It's Today Friday. is uh, Friday. Friday. Getting some. some Friday. It's on February fifth. Yes. Yeah. Very good. How's everybody doing? Great. Good. Anything good. new and exciting this week? Any announcements? I just worked out with my boss my last day at work at, at uh, the uh, grocery store, so that's all. That's Yay! All Yay. <laughs> so, congratulations. Thank you. It's good off news. To, off to bigger and better things. Closer and bigger things, hopefully. Closer, bigger things? What are you describing? What's happening to you? <laughs> 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 like a closer, bigger things coming my way? Yeah. That's good. Well, congratulations. That's good news. It's good to have some Thank good you. news once in a while in this depressing-ass world we live in. It's a horrible world. <laughs> yeah, I found AEW figures. I got uh, f- and then I got a new job. So it's been a good, it's been a good couple weeks. All right, that's enough. Enough good things. <laughs> <laughs> once too many good things start happening to you, that's enough. Yeah. Right. Don't well, it. Balance. Bad things gotta go Kenway. We gotta balance it out. <laughs> can't, there's a disturbance in the force. <laughs> too yeah, many good things are happening to you. What about you, Rob? Big announcements for the week. Anything going on exciting with you? Uh, my daughter peed in the party twice today. Oh, that's twice more than you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> peed in the party. Peed in the party. That's a big deal when they pee in the party for the first time. Yeah. They get rewarded. What's that? Rewards? Yeah, we asked her what she wanted, and she said, I need a Happy Meal. <laughs> Sounds like her dad. <laughs> Just like her dad. With nuggets covered in salt is what, I, is what I need. Well, that's good. Good for Hobie. Yeah. That'd be nice. We went and got her some pull-ups and stuff today, so hopefully it'd be nice to get one of them out of diapers. Yeah. It, it, you know, it, I don't know. I mean... <laughs> I had kids that were pissing the bed when they were seven years old, <laughs> so it kind of never goes away. I mean, I still pee the bed, so you never, you never know. Yeah. Well, what what happens is when you get to a certain age, you think you're done, and you mm-hmm. put it away, and then the rest comes out. I mean, if we're going to talk about prostate problems, <laughs> prostate <laughs> podcast, uh, that's my biggest. Uh, sometimes I have to stay in there for thirty minutes because I'm like, "Are you done?" Are you sure you're done? I'm gonna put you away. Are you sure? As soon as I put him away, bleep, a little uh, like God damn it. Piss stains, piss pants, the is what Brock and Ken used to call me. Well, that's, that's true. 
Yep. Uh, That's why you need shields and guards. What was the What was the guy from the Ravens that used to do the uh, shields and guards commercials? The big lineman. Oh, oh, it wasn't Warren Sapp, was it? It was it. Was it Ray Lewis? No, his first name's Tony. Tony. Tony uh, Saragusa. Tony Saragusa. He said a commercial for Shields and Guards. It was made by Depends. It was like a little piece of like toilet paper you put it in your underwear. So he was, pad. <laughs> he was like a pad. It's like a maxi pad for guys. Shields and Guards. Remember your boy Moises Alou used to pee on his hands before he had him at bat? How did he pee on his hands? I don't know. Ask him. <laughs> uh, Moises Alou. He's still pissed because of Steve Bartman. I like that he's your buddy. Don's buddy. Piss hands uh, Alou. <laughs> well, he was a cub. Well, he was a cub, so he has to be Don's buddy. Yeah, anybody who's a cub is considered my buddy. That's how it goes. My buddy. That's <laughs> my buddy. I was just fucking thinking that. <laughs> uh, do you remember my buddy? Yeah. I do remember my buddy. What was my the buddy. girl version? Do you remember my buddy's girl version? Kid, Kid sister. sister. Kid, Kid, yeah. Sister, kid, sister, kid, sister, kid, sister. That's how the song went. You just repeat the fucking title of the doll over. He goes, my buddy. All I remember is they used to show those commercials as a kid, and they would show the My Buddy commercial, then go right into the Kid Sister commercial. It was a a set. (laughs) It was a setup. You had to get one or the other. Do you remember a doll? My sister, when she was little, had this thing. It was called Dozy. And Dozy had like a light up mouth and would talk to you at night. So you would put like a tape in his back. You'd like you could buy like cassette tapes that you would stick in there. And like he would be like, Hello, I'm Dozy and his mouth would go and he'd tell you a bedtime story. So at night, like his hands would glow, his eyes would glow, and his mouth would glow. And I used to go into her room and take the tape out and put like eighties rap music <laughs> tapes in there and he would like rap it. It was like really hilarious. I had a mirror mouth that did that. I am not. I just looked it up. I'm not familiar with this, but it does look terrifying. His Teddy Ruxpin did the same thing too. Did the same thing. He had a mouth that moved with a tape. It's, yeah, but his mouth actually moved. Like moved. he didn't glow. He didn't glow. Yeah, I yeah. had I had Teddy Ruxpin, and I had his his buddy, the big worm, Grubby. Oh fucking big! <laughs> I had Grubby. Big shoots over here with all the money. With Grubby, it's coming. Only child spoiled shit over there. I, I had all these dolls. Uh, uh, <laughs> Justin would get so bored he'd put tapes in the both of them and watch him have a conversation. He'd just hang out with them. <laughs> No, you could like as part of the tapes, there was a there was a cable that you connected the two of them together and they would talk back and forth. How creepy is that shit? <sighs> There's been no innovations in toys since then. Yeah. Well, I mean, they just keep because I think they stopped at that certain point. Exactly. You know, they just keep remaking it. I mean, how many times have Care Bears been relaunched? They're just out again. They're out again. I mean, they, yeah. Care Bears were out when I was a kid. My daughter's now 19 years old. They came out when she was one, and I bought her all of them then. Then they came out again, like I remember when Alex was born. Now they're out again, and they have like Care Bear tattoos on them, and like yeah. like little Same things you can do. They come with coins and shit. Yeah, they come with heart and have a tattoo. (laughs) Tender heart. Remember they used to line bad guys up and give them the Care Bear stare? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Like, if you were in a villain, you were in a bad fucking mood, the Care Bears would just get around you like a big circle jerk and just blast you with their stomach. And, and then all of a sudden, you were, you were in a better mood after it was over. We need the Care Bears is what we need to save the world. Get around. You in a bad mood today, Ken? They just circle you, hold hands, stomach blast you until you're in a better mood. They're going to pelvic yeah. thrust you until you're in a better mood. Pelvic thrust you in a better mood. Care Bear Stare. Care Bear Stare. Remember when they just discovered they had like animal friends that were like other oh, animals they're cousins the cousins it was like a line. Yep. <laughs> what is the beginning of this show we have crossed this and tony saragusa care i mean we've gone we've gone through it all nuggets Imagine. it's it's a typical kf podcast start uh, yeah we gotta talk about all the cool and care bears are gonna be in the monologue <laughs> It's great. I was, not, I was not expecting that at the start. No. Nor was I, but it's pleasant. Very good. Hey, you know, so, what, go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, no. You, no, go ahead. I want to hear what you were going to say. I was gonna, I was gonna segue to our, our first segment, but I, if you have something to say, I was gonna make fun of how let's bring the show down by talking about box office. <laughs> uh, my quote was gonna be, "Let's see who made fifteen dollars at the box office this week." <laughs> For box of news, it's so disappointing. Who made ten bucks? Well, no. all right. A uh, little bit better week this week. Uh, oh, not much. Thirteen dollars. <laughs> eleven, eleven million. A little over eleven million at the box office. Uh, the little things, four point seven. The Crudes, New Age, still hanging in there for its 140th week uh, at 1.8 million, and Wonder Woman 1984, 1.3 million. I can't. The Crudes is astonishing. The records it's setting for <laughs> amount of weeks in the top three. No one's ever going to beat it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It, it, and Nicholas Cage is making all this money because you know they probably signed some kind of weird, you know, those weird deals where, yeah. oh, depending on what you get, make at the box office, and they're like, we're the only thing at it, buddy. We're making all this money. We've been in the box office number one for fifty-four weeks. Yeah, still hasn't made a lot of money though. <laughs> See, the the funny thing is, it's only been out ten weeks. It feels yeah. like it's been out in eternity. In ten fucking weeks. I mean, yeah. Endgame wasn't in the top three in ten weeks. I mean, it's crazy. Just nothing out. And there's nothing more coming out at all coming up either, right? I mean, nothing's... Black Widow still, is that's up in the air, whether that's coming out in May. Mortal Kombat's coming out in March. Isn't it? Yeah, there's there's a couple things... But it's like a max release, too, so... Yeah. I guess it has a really, really small budget. Really? Mortal Kombat? Kind of cheesy and stuff, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty disappointed with the synopsis I saw of it. Me too. Read the synopsis. What's the synopsis? Did they have a trailer yet? Uh, no. No, they're just like teaser pictures right now. <laughs> I think but like, that's why. <laughs> I think so too. But like, basically, so you know the rich history of the Mortal Kombat character universe? They've decided that they need to make a new character to base this whole thing around. So they're introducing a oh. brand new person, and he's the one that's like getting led into like the uh, the Mortal Kombat Never universe. Yeah. yeah. He's like joining the combat. It's basically, you know how Liu Kang did it in the first movie? This one is now just this new character. Okay. And it's dumb. Because, Stupid. yeah, you have all these characters and that's what you're going to do with them. 
Like, yeah. Because why do we need a new character when you can't just do, you know, put it through the eyes of what's that one dude's name? The Hollywood guy or the girl? I don't remember. Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage or Sonya Blade. I think Sonya Blade would have been cool because, you know, you're making a strong female character. That's what people like right now. Like, she works for the military, so they could have sent her and they could have done something a lot cooler than what they're doing. And I guess a lot of it takes place like thousands of years ago between uh, Sub Zero and Scorpion, too. If you're going to tell that whole story in this movie, Mm. how they were just two ninjas from rival clans and all that, and then. Sub Zero kills his family, uh, Scorpion's family, and he turns into that demon and all that stuff. There's so. a third ninja that's like the reptile. There's like six ninjas. Yeah, there's a ton oh, of red. There's oh. a red one. There's an all black one. Yeah. What's the red one called? Air Mac. Then there's Rain, who's purple. The mm-hmm. black one is Noob Cybot. Smoke. Then mm-hmm. he gets taken over by Boon Sabot. But then but you find out that Smoke was actually the first Sub-Zero who gets killed by Scorpion. Mm. There's all kinds of... There's so much lore behind it. It's good, but like it, it makes it more annoying whenever they're like, oh, we're going to introduce this new character, Pete Bob George. Yeah, it's just some really the, generic name, too. Yeah, it's like, you know... And it makes me... I'm like, why is this what they're doing with this? Like, It just doesn't make any sense. Well, they always find ways to screw it up. I, I read an article yesterday where they said they had to turn down the violence because it had an NC-17 rating, though. Hmm. Well, that would so that surprise me. Interesting. I mean, those the, the last couple of video games that have come out have been absolutely brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they were going to put any of those finishing moves in the in the movie, then, yeah, I can understand why they'd have to tone it back a bit. Hmm. It should have always been rated at R. The other ones that were PG-13 were just cheesy because that was what made Mortal Kombat Mortal Kombat was the ultra-violence. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. (laughs) All right, well, I I opened up the notes here with a couple things that are only slightly movie or TV news related, um, but they both made me – well, one made me laugh – and it, I, I had to include it. And the other one is a helpful tip for our viewers. Um, <laughs> so a newly overhauled app from TV Guide was just released what? Um, right. that allows you – it's free, and it allows you to search through their database, and it will tell you where and what – like what streaming service it's streaming on if it's, if it's anytime you want, and it still has live TV stuff. So like when you're going through the settings – you tell it what cable company you have, mm-hmm. and then you pick what streaming services you use, and That's then you cool. just do a search for a show, and it'll tell you where you can find it um, on what streaming service you can find it to stream. Um, I've been messing around with it all day, trying to find some like really obscure shit, and it works. It's fun. Hmm. That's so like, amazing. Yeah. So it'll show me, like, if I subscribe using YouTube TV, it'll show me the lineup for YouTube TV. Uh, that one, I don't know. You'll have to get in and look at that because uh, like, it's already ruined. Get rid of it. Because <laughs> the first option, I think YouTube TV is an option for a streaming service. Okay. Because it, technically that's not a cable TV provider. Um, it'll tell you everything that's streaming on like, um, everything that's streaming on like 
Netflix right now. And well, you just search. You, I mean, you don't go into like. I mean, I think you can go into Netflix and search that way. But like, I did a search. I was like, where can I watch the A Team right now? Your butt. Mm. And okay. the search goes through. I find the A Team from '83 to '86, and I can go out on Amazon and find it on Amazon. Okay, so basically, it works just like when you. It's like a Roku, but on your phone. No, because oh, I didn't Roku realize you for it. I didn't realize that. What's that, can? Roku, you can find it on the. Yeah, so like if I go into my Roku and I type in like A Team, Roku gives me every app that it's on everywhere I have a possibility to watch it, whether it's paid, how much it is, stuff like that. So if I were to type in like, let's say Lost, it'll come up and say six seasons. <laughs> it'll say six seasons Hulu free with subscription, you know, or it'll go Netflix, 10 seasons for your subscription, or it'll give you like AMC. So, and which is nice because the Roku app doesn't work on your phone and do that. I always have to like, if I'm looking for a show, I always have to go turn my TV on and look at it. So using this could be cool. Yeah. But I, I thought it was neat. I, I found, and actually I found this looking up video game news on games, uh, GameSpot. So thank you, GameSpot. Interesting. Wow. Uh, and then the next bit of funny news, I like was dying. I was laughing way too hard at this. I don't know why, but mm. it just triggered something, and I was laughing way too hard. So recently, um, you know when an Amber Alert goes out, there they send out like bad thing they, to start with. This is real funny. I understand, yeah, but it gets hilarious. It gets there, <laughs> but it, it sends an alert out to your mobile oh, no. phone, and it pops up and it tells you what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well. Recently, the Texas Amber Alert System sent out a bulletin to mobile phones with to for people to keep an eye out for a three foot one inch tall male suspect wearing denim overalls and a striped long sleeve shirt who had kidnapped a five year old male named Glenn. The race, the race of this horrible kidnapper was doll. And the picture was Chucky from Child's Play. Oh, why? What? What's going on here? It was it, it was a screw up. They were testing the system internally and actually sent the alert out to everyone in Texas. Oh shit! <laughs> Someone probably got fired. <laughs> wow! Yeah, I just thought that was pretty hilarious. So people had to be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Seriously. A a murder doll got an official call out from the Texas State Amber Alert System. Wow, that is weird. Imagine getting that on your phone. You're just like, (laughs) what the hell is this? That's going to make people, like, not pay attention to it, doing shit like that. You know what I mean, then? Yeah. Then you're going to be like, I don't know what that is. I'm not raining out. It was goofy last time. And it'll be like, oh, some kid kidnapped just drove right by your house. Yeah. That's messed up. Yep. That's as bad as that time. Remember that time there was like some alert that a, a, a rocket was heading towards Hawaii, whatever yeah. that was, last <laughs> year and all these people, but like no one knew what the <laughs> hell that was. That's what that reminds me of. There's like a missile's inbound to the island. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was brought to mind. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Jesus. Ken said. Jeez Louise. Awesome. All right, what do we got? We jumping into some movie news first, Marvel style. 
All right, let's hit Marvel up. Um, let's so, hit it. Uh, been a lot of interviews going along, going around lately about Eternals. Um, and Angelina Jolie uh, was interviewed and, and opened up about why she decided to join the movie. Uh, and she was just Money. Say, next next in the article. <laughs> yeah, um, seriously. And she was just quoted as saying, "I love this cast and that we all came together. I signed up to support Chloe Zhao's vision and Marvel's." Oh, yeah and Marvel's commitment to expand the way we see superheroes running oh. around in a gold bodysuit was not how I imagined my forties, but it's good. Crazy. Oh, shut yeah. up. Yeah. That's great. Angelina Jolie. What really happened is she saw much fucking money Endgame made. And, and then it was like, you know what? Can I get it? Part of that action? I'll be in a movie. Do you really think she needs any more money? Yes. Because I, she's famous and they can't get enough of it. I, but I, I don't know. Some of these, I think I she's being genuine. Sometimes I don't think <laughs> sometimes I honestly don't think some of these people are just doing it for the money. I really don't. Not as much the money, but the fame. You start dropping out of the picture of, of like like she's dropped out a little bit. Let's be honest. And yeah, then she you, she's, and she, all of a sudden, you know, you're a superhero. You're again, I don't even think they know what they're getting into, but they're just like, yeah, I'll be one of those. Yeah, that'll be great. Yeah, let me be one of those. Well, that lends credence to the next bit of Eternals news. Uh, they recently in, uh, recently interviewed Selma Hayek, and she revealed that she was not allowed to read the script before fully signing her contract and committing to the role. Um, we can't have her leak and stuff. So uh, she signed on basically without really knowing what it was. Um, but she also revealed that this movie was shot much differently than almost every other MC movie, MCU movie so far, where this was mainly shot on location in different places, as opposed to being shot in a big sound studio somewhere yeah. with green screens. It's because it had to be outside because of COVID. Yep. So Didn't they shoot before COVID, though? Yeah, I think so. Some of it, yeah. Um, Justin, I have a follow-up question for that. Okay. Is Selma Hayek also going to be in a tight green bodysuit too, or no? Uh, that would be my guess. <laughs> okay, thanks. That's good to know. No problem. <laughs> Shake my head. Uh, still a big <laughs> fan. Still a big fan. I love Selma Hayek. Uh, and then the last bit of MCU news we got: um, s images from the set of Thor four seem to indicate. Seem to indicate that his beloved goats, Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder, will be making an appearance in Thor: Love and Thunder, as well as Nebula I, and Star Lord. Yeah, that is true. Uh, I love it. I I think I remember the last time we talked about or when like Thor four was first announced. I was like, I want to see his goddamn goats. They need to bring in his goddamn goats. And, and I guess they, they heard you. They did. It's all because of me on the KF podcast. So it's true. This brings me to um, I was talking to Justin the other day, and like what you said, Brock, that like all these cameos are going to be in it. And him and I were talking about most of these movies going forward uh, are all going to be like mini Avenger movies because there's so many cameos yeah. in. You know, it's characters to pull from now. Why wouldn't they? Yeah, like every movie. The thing that used to annoy us with old movies is there was no cameos. Now it's like all these movies, they finally got it now. You know, like, mm -hmm. if they're around, they're going to be in it. You're going to see Star-Lord in them and this. Strangers. We talk about WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much stuff. It's cool, though. I like where they're going with it. Mm -hmm. It's a universe now. Yeah. Yeah, it actually feels like a universe. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. instead of like people just, people just yeah. needing to make a solo type movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, you know what it's gonna make it's gonna make shit like Morbius and Venom two where they're knocking across stuff over. It's gonna make it feel weird. Cause like why wouldn't Spider Man or why wouldn't you know Venom or why wouldn't this and that be crossed yeah. over? It's gonna you're gonna see the blaring issue with this stuff. Right. Well, they'll just continue to have those things play, take place in like odd parts of the country. Yeah. yeah right. Really right. Yep. It's cool. It's good. It's all gonna be good. All right. On to the DC side. Uh, Justice League: The Snyder Cut has officially received an R rating for violence and language. Um, this is in line with the ultimate edition of Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice that was released that also had an R rating. It's all just for a gimmick at this point. Yep. It is. It yep. is. We're not a funny, family friendly. We're edgy and yeah. tough. Yeah. R ratings are stupid in comic book movies. It, you, you don't even need it. It's just so that like in one scene, Batman can go. Well, I don't give a fuck. You're like, oh, Batman's. And idiots will be like, oh, Batman's badass. Get fucked. Like, uh, Batman doesn't swear. It's not what they're talking about on the way out of the theater. Yeah. It's just like how many of you know, were like, oh my god, Deadpool has to have swearing in it, or it'll be dumbed down for Disney. Like, that's all you watch the Deadpool movie for is just the swearing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because the comics aren't that way, as we say over and over again. We say that a lot. You know, we say that all the time. Read a comic, you big idiot. Yeah, I love that. I love. Yeah. And then I, my, one of my favorite things to do is see when someone comments about that on Don's post, and then and I then, go, then, I, and then I add to it. Asshole. He got me last week on a Marvel Legends group. And he, then I don't even know why you're a part of it. I forget that you're in that group every once in a while. Hey, and, you're part of it. And, and said, um, some guy said. I commented on something. This guy was like, "Yeah, that's clearly you don't read comics." And I said, "Look, dude, I'm like, I'm clearly 20 years older than you. I've been reading comics since before you were born." And Ken's like, joins in and goes, "Yeah, read a comic, Don." And he's like, yeah, "Thanks, Ken." I was like, "No, <laughs> on your side, my friend." It's so good. That's it's so like, good. To like the the. the, the to be able to do what I do in the podcast, to be able to do it in an anonymous group where people don't realize that I'm friends with them. And they're all like, great point, like, Ken. He like, loved it. Like, he, like, loved the comment. It was just like, yeah, fuck that guy, Don. Like, he don't read comics. Like, me and his profile is Deadpool and like, Harley Quinn. Oh, Deadpool. What was the post even about? I can't even remember what it was about. Oh, I don't even remember, to be honest with you. It's about Stiltman because I posted that picture of Stiltman and said, this is a really shitty Build-A-Figure. It's very flimsy. The arm almost broke off. I said, the head won't go on. And then he just goes, you clearly don't know. Don't read comics. And I was like, I like Stiltman. I like that they made a rare character like Stiltman. I'm not complaining about the, the character. I just said that it's shittily made by Hasbro. <laughs> Because it's very flimsy. Nope. And that has to do with reading. Clearly, they never read a full comic book before. I'm like, oh, God. Idiot. You need to get extra legs and just make them super tall. Trend. Everyone's buying the extra legs. I'm like, I'm not spending all this money on ninjas just to make a real tall, stupid action figure. You need at least two ninjas. One on each no. side yeah. of every character you need. Them. No. 
Yeah. Now, I, 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 we're not going to get in this fight where we argue over what legends I buy. I'll get another ninja eventually. I just don't want it right now. Like I told you, I have several hidden around Walmart for when I do decide to buy one. <laughs> I'm going to Walmart tomorrow and looking. I hide them in several places. Several. All right, moving on. DC News. Uh, Zack Snyder has recently teased a new look for Jared Leto's version of the Joker, and it looks suspiciously similar to Joaquin Phoenix's version of Joker. Surprise. Um, it's you can't really see any details. He's holding up like a Joker card in the front, and then his face is like completely blurred in the back. But it kind of looks like he's got slick, black, like longer, slick backed hair. Um, the face is almost all white. It, it's it looked just, to me like he was wearing a mask almost, like that mask Joker that they did a couple years ago in the comics. It kind of reminded me of that. That could be it too. I'm not familiar with that one, so. I like that his skin mask. Yeah. Oh, that shit. Me, at least. I don't because it's so blurry. Like Justin said, they did it on purpose. It's probably just gonna be totally like Suicide Squad. <laughs> just blurry enough to make it seem like it's something cool and new. Hmm. Interesting. Here we go. Ken said, throw it away. Uh, all this Zack Snyder shit. <laughs> well, you, you can't be over it until March when it comes out. Oh, I, I, Are you no, going to watch the Justice League cut? Um, Probably. I'd like to think that. Max, you can come down. We can have a viewing. Like a dead person? Because that's what it's going to be like? Yeah. <laughs> have a showing and a viewing. Uh, and, <laughs> and then, Don, have you uh, have you seen this new trailer? For oh, Justice? I'm just downloading it right now to watch it, but I don't want to watch it while we're on the show. What, it's a new animated show, huh? Yep. New, no, new animated movie. Movie. It's going to be rated R. Uh, Justice Society <laughs> World War II. Okay. Um, the trailer it's reveals... coming to DVD and Blu-ray or coming to HBO Max? I believe HBO Max. Okay. I'm sure they might do a Blu-ray of it first. Yeah. That's how they were doing it when they were on DC Universe. They would do straight to Blu-ray DVD, and then like two, three months later, then they would put it on on DC Universe. Uh, let's see. Um, Feature-length animated film center on the exploits of DC's first super team. Uh, available digitally on April 27th and on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray combo pack May 11th. So it's actually hitting digital first, then it'll go to... I'm sure it won't be max, though. I'm sure it'll be like a download. You have to download paid. Yeah. yeah. Amazon and that. That's cool. I love their animated movies. I'm sure that'll be good. Uh, Wait, is this a JSA? Yeah, it's JSA for oh. World War II. Shut uh, up. Just play your hockey and shut the fuck up. Don't ruin my JSA. Hockey. All right, whatever you're doing. You'll you'll see yeah. it when you see the trailer, but the the um uh the surprise for this is modern Flash ends up back in time and and helps them uh, yeah along with with old timey Flash. So the only way that they're gonna get anyone to care is if they put it. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> what are you, what you say? saying? He was calling him Old Timey Flash. That's not his name. His name is Jay Garrick. He's not. Respect Jay Garrick when you're around me, you little son of a bitch. We don't call him Old Timey Flash. All right? <laughs> That's not his name. I'm excited for this. I'll watch this. Those 
DC movies have never let me down, no matter what it is. All their movies are great. They're an, they're animated movies. Boy, let me rephrase that. Fucking. <laughs> like, see, animated is the best animated out there. Their animation kills. You know, it's like the reverse. Marvel's animation stinks. Most of their shit and their movies kill. DC, their movies usually shit, but their animated universe is fantastic. I started watching that Deathstroke movie yesterday. Any good? Then I turned it off because Hope woke up. It's pretty, pretty brutal. What was that on HBO Max? Yeah. Is it what universe is it set in, or is it just on its own? I think it's on its own. I don't know because I haven't watched very many of those movies to know. Batman. I didn't get that far to know. It didn't seem like it. Okay. All right. Interesting. I have to go check that one. I don't know if I've seen that one. Their Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, that movie's talking about like rated R and violent. That movie was crazy. Yeah. Well, if you go through, like, I was looking because I was like, the first couple minutes of that Deathstroke movie is like super violent. I'm like, this is rated R. And then I, like, I go and I start flipping through the rest of them, and they all are. Like, all their animated movies, like Death in the Family, have been rated R. It's, now, that one that was based off the New 52 universe, and there was like 13 movies to it, most of them were PG-13, but then like um, Death of Superman was R, Apocalypse War was R. Yeah. Those were, I mean, the everyone in the, the every superhero got killed in some horrible, violent fashion. Like, <laughs> parademons were ripping people apart, killing them, and, you know, it was, it was, it was dark. It was good, though. I, uh, I watched some of those when they were on Hulu before they went over to the universe. Yeah. Yep, they're good. Hush was good, too. That was also rated R. All right. What's next? Uh, in Disney, uh, Disney side of the house, um, they are expected to take up anywhere from two to four of the coveted Super Bowl commercial spots. Uh, this weekend at the Super Bowl. So I forgot the Super Bowls this weekend. Yeah. Tom Brady. Yeah. Some of us have to work during it. Oh, it sucks. Too bad you weren't at your new job just yet. I just know. call off. What are they going to do? Fire you? <laughs> <laughs> Be like, oh, I worked today? Sorry, I, I slept in. <laughs> I'm the worst employee for two weeks. Uh, I'm pretty much already there, and I didn't have to quit to become the worst employee. I love it. Well, um, working during the Super Bowl, most people probably be home watching it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna just watch it on my phone. Nope, snack runs, man. Snack runs. I I scheduled extra for people to call off too during it, so I can. <laughs> Good. I had a plan. All right. Next. Uh, and then the new Star Wars novel series, The High Republic. Um, is seems seems to be on a path to bring the Gray Jedi actually into current canon. I don't know who the Gray Jedi is. Someone explain that to me. It's kind of like Luke and Ahsoka that they don't necessarily follow the old traditional, you know, perfect light side Jedi. What color lightsaber do they have? Uh, well, Ahsokas are white. Um. And I think most of the most of the gray Jedi in Legends, I think, had had like a white or a silver like colored blade. So they um, like they're not like Sith, but they're like 
they're they fall in the middle. Like they they don't like do all the the sacrificing that Jedi's do. Yeah, yes. yeah. They have like attachment, like you know, they emotional attachment stuff emotional like that. attachments and yeah. But I also think that they are not as powerful as either side. I think okay. that's kind of the thing is when you detach when you when you don't do the uh, you don't fully embrace the hate. You're not yeah. as powerful as a Sith, but if you don't make all the sacrifices, you can't be as powerful as a Jedi. Which Thank you. I don't necessarily I don't know that I necessarily buy that because I, buy it. I think the whole attachment I, thing, um, the whole attachment thing could actually make the Jedi more powerful because it gives them something to fight for outside of themselves. Yeah, but then you then you go against Yoda's thing where Yoda said, you know, if you have attachment to someone and and you experience pain, pain leads to anger. Anger leads yeah, to yeah, fear. Yeah. Fear leads to the dark side. Erections. That's what happened to him. You know, he was in love. He had a girl, he had a wife and all that. Kids, she dies and then he goes fucking nuts and uh becomes a horrible person. So, I guess it's very dangerous power to play around with. It is. Being in the middle would be tough. But there are those Jedi that can handle it. Yeah. Um, in other news, a lot of like really stupid stuff that I just thought was funny again. Um, apparently it's time for stuff Justin finds funny. Uh, apparently there are already several studios racing to get the first version of the uh, Wall Street Bets taking down GameStop thing. <sighs> Uh, oh, you know Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna be in it. <laughs> him and him and uh, what's his name? Uh, Moneyball guy. Yeah, what's that Super guy? That was fat. Now he's thin. Jonah uh, Hill. Ezra yeah, Jonah Hill. Yeah, Ezra. Jonah Hill will be in it. Leo will be in it. This will be Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Dumb. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't bother to look to see what studios were in the running to do this, but apparently there's multiple studios trying to be the first one to get the story out there. Uh, and apparently there's also a show for this trying to get made. Oh my so, goodness. People are going to forget all about this. Never watch also. There's two things I can make sure are not on my list of shit to check out. <laughs> um, uh, Cloverfield 2 uh yeah is finally in the works after 13 years. 13 uh, so Cloverfield came out. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. JJ Abrams and, and his company, bad robot, uh, working with Paramount pictures and Warner media, uh, are finally working to bring Clover, a true sequel to the original Cloverfield. Movie. I don't know how you could do a sequel to Cloverfield because the end of Cloverfield was basically that monster. You couldn't kill it. Nothing killed it. So it was just going to go kill everybody on the planet. So the second, well, but again, maybe they discover a way to, to do some Godzilla. damage. So, yeah. Um, there have been, I think. I hate two, Cloverfield. I, I actually really enjoyed Cloverfield. I hated the two like spinoff sequels they made. Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, Ten Cloverfield Lane, and then like the Cloverfield Paradox or whatever that one was. Was Ten Cloverfield Lane about the Cloverfield movie? It was set in that universe. Yeah. So like all that shit that was going on where that lady was like trapped in that bunker outside of it, Cloverfield was going on. Yes. Okay. Well, it was the after. It was the aftermath. Yeah, that's what all those little aliens were running around. They all like came off the big one. Yeah. Okay. That was dumb. Um. It was stupid too. Yeah. Sequel coming at some point here. Is anybody um, calling for a sequel to Cloverfield? 
I mean, is there like an online group where people are like, man, what are we getting it? You know, like sit by the TV waiting for this trailer to drop. You know, I, I mean, I there's don't, an maybe, online group for everything. Maybe, maybe this is just something that J.J. Abrams has been sitting for 13 years, going like, whenever I get done with fucking Star Wars, whenever I get done with whatever else I'm working on, I'm finally gonna make this goddamn film I've wanted to uh, make for 13 years. Yeah, he's gonna make Lost. Two. Even more lost. Lost again. Lost again. Oh no, we're lost again. <laughs> Found. Um, <laughs> Found. That's, that's going to be a new show. So, uh, another old project that we've talked about on the show in the past. Uh, apparently, there are two competing Buck Rogers projects in development. Uh, currently. Currently one by Legendary Pictures and another by Skydance Films, I think. Um, But apparently Skydance is actually working with the original creator's estate. um, And they seem to have sole rights to the name Buck Rogers. Whereas the like Buck Rogers in the 21st century, the, the whole story is old enough that it's now considered public domain. But the original character was not named Buck Rogers. The original character was Anthony Rogers. And so there's no daughters. <laughs> Nolan Estate um, is apparently claiming that the legendary project may infringe on their their copyright, depending on how um, on how it moves forward. But the funny thing about this for me was that Legendary is partnering with George Clooney. To make this this new project. Wait, George Clooney's bored, huh? Apparently. This is what he's up to. I'm going to make Buck Rogers. But it can't be Buck Rogers because they don't have the rights to Buck Rogers. So George Clooney is going to make... Yeah, he's (laughs) going to make the house show Buck Rogers, Anthony Rogers. Tony Rogers, yeah. (laughs) Tony Rogers Rogers in the 21st century. Duck Dodgers instead. It's going to be Daffy Duck as Duck Dodgers. If you don't fully have the full rights to Buck Rogers, then don't make a Buck Rogers movie. Like, they we don't have need Strange it. instead. Yeah. Or the Do same some... character. Yeah. Uh, so does anybody else have anything in movie news that they've heard of? No. All right. Moving into TV news and Netflix. Um, I think we'd reported on this a couple, I don't know, maybe a month ago or so that um, Nintendo had reportedly signed a deal with Netflix to create a live action Zelda series and a claymation Star Fox series Um, with Netflix. Well, apparently a Netflix employee is the one that leaked that to the press and Nintendo has reportedly now completely pulled the plug on the deal and it's not happening. (laughs) Must have sucked. So I, I don't know. I mean, Nintendo's always been weird about their their IP. So uh, apparently they were pissed off that that it leaked it all, and they freaked out and said, "Oh, screw you, we're done." Okay. So interesting. Yeah. I actually That's thought a live action series, though. I actually thought a live action Zelda series sounded good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zelda's an interesting character. Again, there's a lot of lore there. And a lot of stuff. I think that would be interesting. Everyone loves Link. Who doesn't love Link? His name is Zelda. His name is Link. <laughs> Zelda is the princess. <laughs> Dumbass. Noob. His name is Zelda. It's <laughs> like uh, calling Shazam. Captain Marvel Shazam. Shazam. 
Chasm. Chasm. Uh, and Disney Plus moves, uh, news, moves. Um, there is a Black Panther series in development for Disney Plus, um, being produced by Black Panther's director, Ryan Coogler, and his company, Proximity Media. Uh, they've recently signed a five year TV deal with Disney Plus to develop several oh, shows. That's cool. So they may not all be Black Panther related, but he's got five years of making shows with with Disney Plus. Okay. So that's cool. But the first one they're doing is a, a series based on uh, Wakanda. Maybe bring back Michael B. Jordan. Maybe. That's really where the show is going to be good. Set. Uh, my my thought is that Black Panther two will probably be out way before this series ever sees the light of day. So. Yeah. You know, we'll find yeah. out what they're going to do uh, as far as telling that story. Yep. Uh, in the world of WandaVision, um, okay. there's a lot of speculation that... Should we reviewed last week's episode first? Well, this doesn't have any spoilers. This is talking okay. about future things. All right. Um, so there's lots of speculation going around about Randall Park, the, the FBI agent Jimmy Woo, um, that Ooh. he might end up with some kind of a... A, a spinoff show from from this moving on to Disney Plus, and the one that caught my eye that I thought would be absolutely hilarious was an X Files style show with him and Cat Dennings, Dar- Doctor Darcy. Uh, I can't remember her last name, but Darcy from from the Thor series. I'd be down. With um, that. Her name is um. She broke girls. So she runs a cupcake uh, shop. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, no, you, you said, um, yeah, I never mind, never mind. I don't know what the fuck I was talking about there. Kat Dennings, Darcy, whatever her name is, yeah. I love her, she's great. Yeah, but I thought that would be cool, um, because I think the two of them playing off each other would be, would be a good, uh, a good combo. So we all saw last week's episode, right? Yep. Yeah. What do we think about it? I liked it. Awesome. It's very good. Yep. It was very good. It finally felt like an MCU project now. Yep. Yep. You had to, you had to wait for it a little bit there. A lot of people had a hard time getting through it, but once you got to that, you're what you're right. You're sucked right back into the MCU right there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You have a character from Ant Man, a character from Thor, a character from Captain Marvel, and then the main characters from Avengers. Like, it's perfect. Yep. It's tying in all kinds of stuff. Yep. It does. It um, uh, um, I like that they did the little reference with uh, a lot of people caught this. I saw it on TikTok is where I saw it. I didn't pick up on it. That, They're dancing. No, that the nice. agent Wu, when he was an Ant Man, Scott taught him that card trick of how to do the make the card disappear and like snap out of your hand. And he was like, "How'd you do that, Scott?" And Scott like and like he asked him how he did that trick. And then the oh, first I remember time, that. and then the first time he sees Monica Rambeau, he snaps out his FBI card real quick and he does the same hand gesture. Uh, <laughs> like, like so obviously you realize that Scott taught him it and that was the first and that was like him 5 years later still using that trick. Cuz in <laughs> And Ant-Man too, like he Scott does that, pops it out, and like after he leaves, he's like Scott, how'd you do that? And he like wants to know how he did it. <laughs> so when he first sees Monica Rambeau, he's like, Age Rambo, Angel Wu, and he like flexed the card out. So it was a good, it was a good callback. <laughs> I, I miss stuff like that. 
I never pick up on that either. That's like one of the things yeah. I like about TikTok is fans who are crazy about those shows find that shit and go, did you notice this? Did you notice that? And I'm like, no, I didn't, I didn't notice that at all. I thought it was a cool moment, but I didn't get the call back to the to that yeah. from from uh, Ant-Man either. It's neat, though. Like Brock said, it's nice that they're grabbing these characters that really had nowhere else to go, like a Darcy and Wu and all that, and they're giving them, like, story, and, and you know, it's interesting. Pulling them into these, it, it makes it good, you know. You get the vibe from her, though, in that show that, like, Wanda's kind of gone evil. Yeah. A little bit. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, or at least too the- powerful for her own good or something yeah one of the one of the other articles i saw was talking about how this show is is fixing the darcy character from her appearance in thor 2 because she was used more for comic relief in the yeah. thor film yeah than, than she was anything and so this kind of the fact that she's like super smart and really intelligent and has all these degrees and everything yeah, yeah. She's a physicist, isn't she yeah. yeah yeah she's she's introduced as dr uh you know, Darcy. The I second movie, she just has the boyfriend. She's just walking around with like yeah, the, the the intern. Intern mm-hmm. being stupid. Yeah, this was good, and she's such a good actress. She's like really funny in that. Yep. Um, um, to the, do you have anywhere in there about the big news or whatever? For I don't want to. Give All me right, a second. Go. All right, go um, ahead. And then the second possibility for a show from him, or with him in it, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, but they're talking about possibly an Asian character-centered team, uh, Agents of Atlas. Well, that wasn't the comic book wasn't all Asian-centered, but there was some weird right. shit in that group. But it was basically it was a gorilla. Yeah. It was a gorilla, Ken Hale. <laughs> yeah. Um, they were very much like that. You were talking about the X Files show that could be based around it. That was kind of their shtick. They went around doing weird stuff. Like they never. Mm-hmm were very like on the scene with a lot of other teams. Yeah. But he I feel like he the the woo character that he portrays is a lot nicer. Like I feel like the 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 Jimmy Woo from the Agents Allen show is kinda cold and calculating. I don't know. Did you guys read much of that? I did. I read uh, Agents for a few so. issues. I didn't really get into it. Yeah, it was released. It was good. I, I get what you mean. He's very lighthearted and lovable, this character. Yeah. Seems like a genuine nice guy, not like this badass, you know. Yeah. Well, so I he's mean, he's clearly trying to replace Coulson. Yeah. 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 As like your nice guy, you know. Yeah. But I guess it would be a little difficult to go full Agents of Atlas because I guess Namor's sister was part of that team. Namorita. Namor's cousin. Namorita. I knew knew it was either a cousin or a sister, but yeah, so until, I mean, they could start out with just like a buddy cop show and then have it develop in, like, have something happen to him that that hardens him a little bit um, and have it feed into that. Namorita, New new Warriors. What's that? They introduced Namorita, then we gotta get the New Warriors down the road. Oh, no way. New Warriors. New Night Thrasher for you. Night Thrasher, Star, and Speedball, Justice. All right, get to the big news then, Justin. Yep, and then the last bit of WandaVision news was um, Elizabeth Olsen has revealed in an interview that there is a quote-unquote Luke Skywalker appearance-level cameo coming to WandaVision. Like the Mandalorian. Stanley. 
No. I mean, who do we think this could be? Because Don and I talked about this the other day. Like, if even if they bring in somebody like Doctor Strange or there's a Cap appearance or Tony Stark, those don't would not have anywhere near the impact that the Skywalker cameo had in Mandalorian. Um, so do we? Person. Okay, who's your one person? Before I give you mine, who do you think it is, Ken? Who's your moment? Magneto. That's what I was that's thinking, too. Yep. To me, that's the only one. That's the only character to me that is a Luke Skywalker moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you have Iron Man, Cap, or any Thanos, Doctor Strange, yeah, we've seen it. Like it's, yeah. we know that character. It's fine. Like okay, yeah, you pay. They're already under contract. But if you have the end of that series, I think, and they like somehow capture Wanda and power her down, and then right when they're trying to like bring her away to like the raft, all the metal starts to go flying around, and someone just pulls her out, and he sucks all the guns in the air and destroys him. Then he flies off with Wanda. That's a holy shit moment. I mean, that's like a piss your pants moment, I think. <laughs> and you don't even need to cast anyone. You can have, because, like, the way his helmet is, it's just dark, but you see yeah. that purple energy sphere around him, yeah. and he's and he says, I'm taking my daughter home. And yeah. then he just, like, grabs her and goes. That'd be fantastic. I yeah. think even better in that also in that would be that um, right when, like, you know, if someone's there and, like, someone speeds in and Quicksilver's with him, too. That'd be great. Here's what... It, the Wanda part, back or, or something, you know, she has that ability. I think that would be awesome. And then he flies away with his kids and his grandkids. Yeah. But yeah, I think that'd be awesome. I would like to see Quicksilver back. I would like to see Magneto throwing a little toad. I'd like to see toad hanging out with Magneto. <laughs> he needs a stooge. Ray Park. Wanda and Scarlet Witch. I mean, uh, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver go back to being with the Brotherhood for a change. You know, I, I think it would be funny though if they brought the other, the Quicksilver from the Fox universe in though, <laughs> instead of her brother Pietro. <laughs> Bring in the other, the other Quicksilver. They killed Quicksilver for no reason. That was yes. just no reason. That was just to get like a Hawkeye moment over. You didn't need it. There was no reason you needed it. And he would be cool being. I like Quicksilver when he's a bit of a dickhead yeah. and a bit of an asshole and like playing that level in between good guy and bad guy. And not only that, it's somebody with a different power set instead of all these people flying around shooting missiles and stuff. Yeah, shooting and stuff. And totally different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usable power set that they. Yeah, it's use. something different. Yep, I agree. Yep. MCU guys kind of become the same after a while, don't they? They do. When yep. you get to a certain level set in Marvel, it's all flying around shooting beams and like. Mm-hmm. Is it all, like you watch Captain America, Bucky, Black Panther? They're all just really agile and strong, and punch and like you know can take a beating. It's nice when you see someone moving different in there. Like imagine Quicksilver in that Wakanda battle against them. Like. Mm-hmm out hundreds of them at a time that would be cool and they missed out on a lot of that you know they did that would be a phenomenal scene someone swipes like the keys and lets wanda free and then like blast her out and all of a sudden all the cars start flying in the air and you're right you don't even need the cast magneto if you just saw glowing purple eyes and an aura around them you know in the helmet from behind in the cape, it would be a piss your pants moment. I mean, like uh, that would that to me would equal Luke Skywalker showing up in yeah. the Mandalorian, where yeah. you would be like, oh my god, a lot yeah. better than just Iron Man's in it. Like, yeah, yeah, so he's in every. Probably be stupid Loki. 
Yeah, you're right. It'll probably just be a Loki cat. If Elizabeth Olsen thinks it's like comparing it to that, you know it's going to be lame. It's <laughs> my guess is it's going to be Doctor Strange. Yeah, and that's not and he'll that. he'll appear he'll appear in the finale. And Which is not exciting because everyone knows that WandaVision's the lead in the Strange's movie. They already yep. told us that. Yep. So the last bit of MCU uh, uh, Disney Plus stuff I had was uh, Kevin Feige recently did a press conference um, in in uh, Singapore announcing the launching of Disney Plus in Singapore um, and teased a Southeast Asian superhero coming soon to Disney Plus. Um, so they he said Marvel has always been described or Marvel has always described itself as being the world outside your window, but in reality the stories are mostly the world outside New York's window. I think yeah. it's high. I think it's high time for more diversity. Um, so I don't know. I mean, other than to me, Namor kind of looks Asian. No, this is um to me this would be Brock. What's his name? The kid, the smart kid, the turn into the hall of this show. It's Amadeus Cho, I think, for okay. sure. Because he's, like, super brilliant, super smart. He actually found a way to turn himself into a Hulk. And he was a Hulk at one point. He could power up into a Hulk suit. He's done... He, Amadeus Cho, like, does everything. He hangs out with Hercules. Hercules was, like, his buddy. He used to follow Hercules around. And he's super brilliant, can do all these different things. This, to me, feels like Amadeus Cho. Okay. I could see him having a uh, um, a Disney Plus show where he just like gets involved with other different superheroes doing different things like that. And then for sure they they make him they hulk him out for sure. He would be a good character to do Marvel Comics Presents, almost in the same realm as that X Files show we were talking about, where he could go yeah. around and investigate stuff for Shield or Sword. Unless there's a Southeast Asian character that I would be missing. I mean, there's Shang Chi, there's Cho. They already introduced yeah. Cho's mom, though. They did. Yeah, that's right. And, and, uh, and yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or I mean, if they're gonna go into something, maybe with like the Mandarin, or even like I don't know, Psylocke type stuff. Or I mean, that's a little. Psylocke is British. Yeah. Psylocke is British, but the body she gets into is Asian. It's Quanin or whatever. I bet the body she gets into. <laughs> you, know, you know, in the nineties, and they decided to take an English, an English X Men, and make her Asian. And remember when they did that? Still makes no sense to but me. But did she still have the British accent? Oh, it's, no, a comic book. it's a comic book. So I never really. Oh, did. okay. I just I didn't know if she was ever in a cartoon. All they did was take Betsy Braddock, who was kind of lame, and made her super cool and super hot. That's basically what they did for the night. And everyone loves Psylocke, and I still to this day love Psylocke. And then my buddy Justin bought me her. I enjoyed um, whenever we were you know kids and that X, that famous X Men posters out, and Psylocke has the poofy sleeves. It's before she turned into the, this, <laughs> into Asian Psylocke. Yeah. And I'm like, I have no idea who this character is. <laughs> I don't like, know who it was. No, because if, if you didn't read it in the 80s during the whole Outback thing, you were just kind of like, you're like, oh, she's got puffy ass sleeves, hair, puffy sleeves. Like, yeah. who could chick be? Then they were like, she sucks. Let's overhaul her all together. But they didn't just like gender or like, uh, like not gender. They didn't just like change her nationality for no reason. Like there was an actual story behind it that demanded her and took her body and put her brain into the, or her put her subconscious into this other 
assassin. You know, they did something with it, made it, and it worked. It was good. Okay. Uh, anything in the MCU world that I missed? No, not really. I don't think. I think we covered everything in there. All right. Uh, moving on to HBO Max. Um, I, I thought this was uh, a good thing to talk about. It it spurred a little bit of conversation on our team chat this afternoon. Uh, a new chat. a new trailer was released for um, Joss Whedon's new project uh, with HBO called oh, The this... Nevers. Uh, it is a Victorian, I'm not talking about it. a Victorian era superhero <laughs> show uh, coming to HBO Max in April. Uh, let's discuss. <laughs> um, I thought, I thought it looked interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I saw I watched the trailer and I saw that it's like you know they get some kind of powers and they're calling them what are they calling them in the touched the touched you know it's, it's like X Men mutants again they're the touched they have powers but it's just women running around with superpowers and Victorian dresses and like there was at least four superhero poses in that trailer. So there, may, like, there may have been more than four. Green suits. Yeah, like falling to the ground and superhero posing, and I'm like, okay, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I could watch this show. I, I'm I definitely gonna give it a shot. I don't like the Victorian era stuff. Like it just doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't work for me. See, I, I thought that Pride and Prejudice and Zombies I thought was hysterical. So yeah. this kind of feels like that, except with superpowers. So I am definitely gonna watch this. <laughs> At least give it a shot. It's either going to be pretty cool or terrible. Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's going to be an in the middle. It's they're either going to love it or they're going to hate it. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, you know, maybe one day I'll check it out. If with Joss Whedon attached, it'll probably just be like three or four episodes, and then he'll bail. Yeah, he's he's actually we announced this. He's already bailed. Okay. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he's, he's already he's already walked from the project because of all the controversy that was going around with um the uh the cyborg actor and all the allegations coming out of the the shooting of Justice League. So he's Joss Whedon made an announcement he he's stepping away to take time with his family and to uh just take some time away. Not be an a hole. Hopefully. Uh, I won't hold my breath. <laughs> uh, on the Amazon Prime side, season three of The Boys is getting ready to start filming. Um, Carl, Carl Urban was uh, was just uh, posted some Instagram or something of him traveling from uh, New Zealand up to Canada where they film. Okay. Um, in other TV stuff, uh, Ken, this one's for you. Why the Last Man production has resumed after an extended COVID shutdown. Uh, this came directly from showrunner Eliza Clark. Uh, the series will be on Hulu and stars Barry Cogan, who has a ton of upcoming roles. Uh, he's a, some character in the Batman. He's in Eternals and then a project called The Green Knight. Oh shit! Yeah, good, good old Barry Cogan. He's gonna be all over the place. He's like horseshit. <laughs> Put poop in your shoes. <laughs> is this next one for real? The Slay Moon Fry is coming back as Bunky Brewster. Yeah, is this it real? Is. 
So they're doing a Punky Brewster revival series on Peacock coming the end of February. The original actress, how do you say it, Don? Soleil Moonfry. Soleil Moonfry is coming back, and it's it's. I watched the trailer today. There's a trailer out there. <laughs> Um, she is a newly single woman trying to raise three kids on her own. And... Oh, Uh-oh. did he flash him? Look at his mouth. And that's, that's such a great screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> Take a uh, picture quick. I, lo- I love it. I love and it. Freddie Prince. <laughs> I lo- you were frozen there, dude, for a little bit. It was hilarious. Oh, was I? So, you, so did you hear? So did you nope. not hear me say Freddie Prince Jr. plays her ex-husband? Yeah, I I, I read that on there, and that's great because I love Freddie Prince Jr. too. So yeah, this. I don't know that I'll watch this. Like I'll be like super into it, but I I just thought it was it was good. The trailer looks good. It's gonna be one of those like heartwarming comedy series out there that's got a lot of nostalgia to it. Oh, I'll watch it. I, absolutely. I had the biggest crush on Slay Moonfry for the longest time. Uh, I mean, I just think she's adorable. I I, I love her. I, I'll watch that for sure. Well, you got to get it on Peacock, Don. How do you get Peacock? You have to be a Comcast subscriber. You have to pay four ninety I'll pay for every episode. That's my girl. <laughs> Uh, all right, that was it from the TV side. Um, in video game news, uh, I hadn't even heard about this till today. Um, apparently, EA has been in the process of trying to uh, acquire another game company called Codemasters. Um, apparently, they're known for a bunch of racing games. Um, Project Cars, um, uh, a couple others, but basically the the... Codemasters, board of directors, and shareholders have approved the acquisition, and EA plans to move forward and use this new company to produce basically exclusively racing games, and they're planning to release a brand new game every single year. Oh, okay. Hopefully it'll be as good as, uh, whatchamacallit, um, Madden. Yep, it will be. It's not good. Um. Let's see here. So they've got like F1 2020, the Dirt Series. FU 2020. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Everyone wanted to say that. Uh, But yeah, the the F1, the official like F1 racing series, the Dirt Series is theirs. Um, Onrush, um, the the Grid Series. and hopefully, like some of these, I think Grid was an Xbox exclusive, so I'm hoping that by going over to EA, that they'll they'll drop some of the exclusivity on these, and you'll be able to get them on other systems. Exclusivity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was all I had in video game news. Anybody else have anything? Um, I didn't have any video game news. Um, what do we got in the um? What's this toy news on here? Is this Brock? Did you drop this in here? No, Justin put it in there, and I broke it. I put this in here, so and I, I specifically didn't put the spoiler in in case we decide we don't want to reveal it to people. I want to hear it. All right, well, get ready for spoilers, listeners. If you don't want Wandavision spoiled for you, wait okay. a minute. I don't want Wandavision spoiled. Then take your headset off for a minute. Take your headset off for a minute. Jesus, can't have anything nice. Uh, so a Walgreens package. 
<laughs> well, you can hear the news. I just you just don't have to listen to the spoiler. Um, so a Walgreens package leak for the mini mates, the little mini characters, yeah. which I'm not all that familiar with. Um, a package leak has come out, and it shows what is apparently the actual villain for the show. Okay. Who is Mephisto? Well, yeah, we all kind of thought that too. I got another spoiler related to a toy. What? Um, San Diego Comic Con is going to have a pop two pack of Tommy and Billy, and they're in their Young Avengers costumes, but they're the cheesy Halloween costumes like Wanda and Vision are wearing in the Halloween scene. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. All right, are we done with spoilers? Yeah. Yeah. Ken, you can come back now. <laughs> All right. Hello? Ken's yep. back with us, folks. All right. So now let's yell out the spoiler again. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's all I had. Okay. Um, any toy news, Rock, for you? They announced uh, two Lego idea sets that are going to production this year that were just approved. It's Vincent Van Gogh's Starry Night. Okay. Pretty awesome. It's a three-dimensional like mosaic kind of thing, but it has wow. the trees that come and that stuff. It, it looks really cool and comes with a, a Van Gogh minifigure. Nice. And they announced that they're going to do Sonic the Hedgehog's Green Hill Run. Ooh. Oh, wow. And it looks pretty sweet. They both look really complex and they tend to dumb these down for like the mainstream audiences. So I hope they don't, especially the Van Gogh one. I don't want to have to get Changed too much, but it looks really cool. It does yeah. look really cool. That's cool. Yeah, I'll probably get both of those once they come out. Not and the Sonic set is minifigures, not like the Mario stuff. So. Oh, that's already cool. 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 That's cool. It's a giant Eggman mech you can build. Nice. I I noticed that they've been pushing a lot of uh. I just saw in Target today they had a whole wave of like. Uh, Sonic figures out. Oh, like, yeah. Sonic figures are they're about three to four inches, like real big feet on them, big heads, but like posable. Um, came with like a whole. There's probably about six different figures in the line, and then there was like some vehicles and playsets. Not like the movie, like the game, and uh, a whole a whole section for it. And there was like like Sonic like toys and all different kind of things like that in there. So. Uh, yeah, popular. yeah, I guess it's back. I mean, it's we say this all the time, but you go to the toy owl. I mean, it, it's just like you're you're back in time. I mean, especially yeah. now, Masters of the Universe are on the shelf, Transformers. I mean, there's everything you can think of. So it's exciting. Um, Rob got me uh, the uh, Rodimus Prime Transformers the movie version. That uh, you've seen those out yet, Ken? Yeah. Uh-uh. From, it's from the movie. It's to celebrate the anniversary of the movie, and it, they made like Scourge, Cyclonus, and and um, Hot Rod. Hot Rod comes with the Matrix, and you can pose him opening it. Oh, okay, I, I saw know, that. It comes uh, with like a whole bunch of accessories and all that. He looks great. Rob got one for himself, and he found one for me. He's 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 pretty cool. He looks small. He is small, but it's you know, he's. I don't. I think that the sizes. That these movie ones are all are all on their own scale. That's Transformers for you. Like 
each thing's its own skill. You know what I mean? Like he matches up well next to Cyclonus and Scourge. So like they're they're movie figures, you know. But they don't go with like the Netflix series Transformer figures. They're way off scale with that. But that's Hasbro. I mean, they make all kind of shit. I mean, they have so many Transformer lines. The Bumblebee line, the movie line, the red line. I mean, they just they're they have and they must have six different Transformer lines going at once. It's dumb. Well, it's not dumb. It's they sell a lot of them. They make a lot of money off them, so it must be working for them. Because they're never on the shelf. So I don't think there's anything Hasbro makes that you could qualify as dumb because all their stuff sells. It's dumb to us because you don't know, like the way it looks, but I mean, shit, their toy lines are just banging out. It's dumb. Can't keep anything on the shelves. It's dumb. <laughs> Disney's going to buy them. Yep. Well, I don't know. So you can put Mask in the Marvel Universe. Hasbro has a huge library of stuff, man. They got all kinds of shit, and they release they release stuff every day. They have news of new things dropping. Just released this week about the uh, another big figure Marvel Legend. They're releasing the Maestro. Um, apparently, Walgreens has the new Silver Surfer out, and the Nova coming there. So there's just so much. It's hard to keep up with all this stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. I see those Power Ranger lines. I'd like to collect that if I had the room. There's a lot of those out there now. I wish they'd do a full team at a time. They just skip around and they give you like one from each different team. Yeah, I'd like to like do a Mighty Morphin line and do a Zeo line and then you know yeah. through the line. Those would be more popular. Yeah. Because I buy that at once. I'm not just gonna buy like a random guy from. Yeah, you get like the Red Turbo Ranger, the Blue Space Ranger. Mm-hmm. You know. An SPD Ranger. They jump around a lot. They are really nice looking, though. I mean, some of them are really figures. Way nicer than Power Ranger toys that, like, when we were younger. The Bandai stuff that sold like crazy, but it sucked. They were like Happy Meal toys. Yeah, yeah. These Hasbro ones are amazing. If you transform the Megazord and you try to take it back to Dinosaur, we break it. They were so flimsy. Yeah. Yeah, but they're pretty sweet. Pretty nice. I started actually collecting some Star Wars Black Series figures. I didn't want to, but then all of a sudden, <laughs> I, I, I out, of the out of the blue, I, I don't know. Some of them are. Of them. You have what? I have a handful of them. Uh, people get them for me as Christmas gifts and stuff because they know I like Star Wars and they don't know what else to get me. They're yeah. nice. Well, so like I wasn't gonna get any, but then like I I, I was I uh had a I got a Vader uh, and I'm like I get Vader get a couple people here, but then you know I, I have to give props to Ken he made me he got me interested in watching Rebels, then I started watching Rebels and I'm like I love this show now like this might be my favorite Star Wars uh, anime I even think I like it more than Clone Wars and then I'm out on Amazon the other day I'm like oh I'll get a Kanan they have they have Kanan for sale. And then I'm like, oh, they have a Sabine for $11. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get one of her. And they're nice. I like them in the package. I might leave them in the package because they're pretty cool looking. They do display nice. They display really well. They're really colorful, hang well. They're, they're nice. Yeah, I got a handful of those. Yep. Which ones? Do you, do you have a Ezra? No, I have a Luke Skywalker and a couple uh, different First Order troopers. Yeah, I went to Captain Rex and an Ezra. They they're kind of hard to find. 
And yeah. Pilot Luke Skywalker. I think he's nearby. It's only people can see what you're looking for. <laughs> Literal needle in a haystack right now. Needle in a haystack. So yeah, there's a lot of good shit out there to collect right now. Too much almost. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, it depends. But you know, when then when there's nothing out there, then we'll be like, oh, there's nothing I want to buy. You know, there's always something. Yeah, like I've been mainly focused on Lego right now, just because. I don't what you got going on. Uh, Target really has a lot of those NECA turtle lines. Yeah, I thought those were going to be hard to find because at uh, Toy Fair, they were saying, like, oh, because of COVID, we're not going to be able to meet demands and fill orders and all this stuff. They were being honest with people. But I see them, you know, not the cool ones, but at least something. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lot of good stuff out there. And there you go. I think that's it. I'll, let's real quick. Let's uh do some Super Bowl predictions. Super Bowls this weekend. Ken, who do you like? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna save my with my heart, and I'm gonna go to the Chiefs. Justin. I want the Chiefs to win, but I think Brady's going to pull it out. But Buccaneers. Okay. Brock? I'm with Justin. I always root for the AFC, no matter who it is. Yeah. I think Brady's going to win with the Bucs. I Just want Brady and the Bucs to win because I like Brady, but I, I don't see how Kansas City could lose. I think Kansas City's too good. That's what they want you to think. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy it. I like Brady. I'm a Brady guy. I'm a Brady fan. I wouldn't mind he wins. I think that'd be great. Um, He's played in 18% of all Super Bowls. Yeah. I love it. He individually has been to more Super Bowls than any team in the NFL. <laughs> yeah. I also like that stat. It said something about Brady's career, like the per- his percentage of his career of being in the Super Bowl is more of a higher percent than Steph Curry's going to get ahead of three. They said, so it's more than likely that Tom Brady's going to be in a Super Bowl than Steph Curry's going to hit a three-pointer. Which is crazy. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? It, it, it's unbelievable. you got to give the guy credit, though. I think so, too. It's, I don't know. I think he's great. I don't know. People always find some way to hate him, and I, and I get it. I get, he like... around too many yinzers. Like get it? Like, or they make excuses that like he de- he doesn't deserve it or whatever. Like he's there. Tampa Bay would not be in the Super Bowl without Tom Brady there this year. I don't care who you would have put in there. They would not have been the Super Bowl without that guy. Yes, the defense is played better, but I think he makes the whole damn team better. I think he brings a winning attitude and an aura to the team that you just walk with a different bit of swagger when you're when you're on his team. I, I don't know. Go ahead, Ken. Defend yourself. I think he's a turd. I mean, here's the thing. I don't, I don't have to like, you know. I understand how good he is. I'm just tired of seeing him win all the time. Now, my wife has this hatred for Tom Brady that I think is based off nothing other than her being a Steeler fan, and she's like, he's a piece of shit. That's what she'll say, and I'll be like, why? Like, he's not. Like, he's actually a good guy and a decent dude. Like, but like a, a lot of Steeler fans will be like, he's a pussy crybaby. He's really not though. And I'm, he's if you not. watch him. 
like looking like middle of rivers or somebody with somebody just walking over there barking and crying like a baby dog flapping. When that happens, the baby just walks off, you know, back to the huddle. Yeah. You know, Team and stuff like that. He just takes it and, and goes on, you know. I've seen him uh, sometimes walk off and not shake hands, but I'm like, I don't know. Maybe this is like you're allowed to have a bad day once in a while, you know. You remember, you remember that right now. Next time you talk shit about LeBron James walking off without shaking hands, you remember this statement right now. You remember. Here's my here's here's my thinking. Why I'll say that, okay? LeBron James. I understand that LeBron James is also competitive like Brady, and there has been some times where he's walked off and done what he's done. But I've never seen Brady do that in a playoff game when he's eliminated. I've never once seen Brady. I've he seen never gets eliminated. Like this year, Brady played the Bears, and he walked off after the Bears beat him in Tampa Bay. And Nick Foles said, "Why?" Well, I'm sure he'll call me after the game. And I'm like, no, he's not Nick Foles. You don't have your fucking number. Get over it. So... I've never I've seen Brady lose. I saw him lose last year in the playoffs to the Chiefs or to the Titans and then walk over and like I've seen LeBron James lose playoff games and get eliminated and walk off with a minute left on the clock. That's the difference between LeBron James and, and Brady. Yeah, LeBron James, you know, donates money to his community and wants to see his hometown better. <laughs> Brady. Tom Brady Tom- Brady has more charities than LeBron James. I've already looked it up. Oh, no, you have not. Yes, I have. I had this argument once with someone on Facebook, and I had to do this. I'll go dig it up if you need me to, but I got into this already with someone. (laughs) I mean, it doesn't even compare. LeBron James is a fucking asshole. He's one of the biggest dickheads on the planet Earth. (laughs) I mean, it's just uncanny what a crybaby he is. Do you know what's truly uncanny? The fact that you could just totally flip-flop your, your, the, everything that you were talking I don't see how people can have a bad word to say about Tom Brady and I say LeBron James and it instantly becomes I this find so many instances of shit that LeBron James has done to make him look like an asshole here's the thing about LeBron James do I think LeBron James is a good dad yes do I think he's a good husband yes do I think he's good with his family and the people he cares about around him yes he's a great dad he catches his dad all that stuff. I can't say a bad word about his son. Can't say a bad word about him. I actually think LeBron is a better father and all that stuff than Michael Jordan ever was. I think Michael Jordan is a horrible dad and a horrible husband and and all that. But I've also seen some things LeBron has done to other players, holding them down, and some other stuff that he has done that a lot of players did not like playing with him, and which I think makes him an asshole. So Jordan was universally loved by all his players. Jordan wasn't loved by his players, but Jordan, Jordan rose those people up. He didn't. There, he it was a way different player. Jordan made everyone on his team better because he demanded greatness. He didn't cry about it like a little bitch. He got management, get them kicked off the team because he wanted one of his boys on the team. A R J R, A K J R Rice. Uh, 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 eh, don't get me started. LeBron James is a fucking idiot. Now, uh, here's a good one I'll, I'll relate it to you. I hate Aaron Rodgers, all right? I fucking hate Aaron Rodgers because of what he's done to my Bears. But Aaron Rodgers is a good guy, and a lot of people love Aaron Rodgers. And and I just can't love him because of what he's done to the Bears. So that one I am biased. That's why I get to Tom Brady hate, because 
of what he's done to Steeler fans. So I, I get it. I don't say I agree with it, but I get it because that's the way I feel about Aaron Rodgers. And Aaron Rodgers, everyone loves in person. They all think he's so great. He gives back to the community of Green Bay. He's so lovable. Everyone up there thinks he's Jesus. I fucking hate his guns. And it's solely based on that he's so much better than everyone, any bear that's ever played football in the history of Chicago sports. So I get it. Okay, so you understand. If we had this conversation, you so you, there's no reason to talk about it because you understand it and you get it. Yeah. Because Yinzer's like Ken Frederick who hate Tom Brady. No, I would like you to. I'd like you to see that this Yinzer just got done to to yeah, realize. My difference with that Ken with Yinzer is like you just heard me admit that I will say that Aaron Rodgers is a great guy and he's fantastic and he's a phenomenal football player, but I hate him. Yenzers will never say that about Brady, though. They say he's overrated, he ain't that fucking good, he's a piece of shit. Like, and they'll never admit that like it comes from jealousy. Mine comes from jealousy of Aaron Rodgers. But like, my wife will not admit it, and you would never admit it. It's just a jealousy. Listen, I, I've said on the podcast before, I hate Aaron, I hate Tom Brady because of the fact that I think that the Steelers team we had at times during the last 10 to 15 years was some of the best Steeler teams we've ever had as a franchise. And yeah. he stopped our teams from going to the Super Bowl numerous times. Like, I can't tell you how many times we had to go to fucking, you know, or whatever that is, Gillette Stadium, and had to play up there because they had a soft-ass division, and then <laughs> and, 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 and so they had home field. And the soft division, too, man. Come on, the Bengals and the Browns haven't been good in years till now. I mean, they had some softies in there. So how many people won the Super Bowl <laughs> in their division in the last – in that time frame? How many people won the Super Bowl in their division? Just the them. Once? Yeah. Did any of their teams make the wild card? We had to play the Ravens. And, you know, like – and, you know, we, Cincinnati wasn't as bad as they are now that entire time. You know, when yeah, Kendall yeah, Van Olen – yeah, they were a, a perennial playoff team. The two wild cards from our division was most of the time, you know, us or another, you know, NFC North or AFC North team. So I just, I hate Tom Brady there. And, and I'm tired. I, I'm just, I'm tired. What of a yinzer. That's fine. I'm proud. <laughs> I'm proud, yinzer. I am proud, yinzer. Yeah. When it comes to sports. <laughs> When it comes to sports, what? Were you going to finish that? Yeah. All right. Well, we just argued for like 10 minutes. At least we got a good argument out of me and Ken again. I was trying. We haven't had one of those in a while. All right. Take us out. We're good. All right, everyone. Please. Wait, I got comic book news. Oh, go ahead. DC is really pushing this, uh, what is it, future? Future state. Future State. Did you? It was on like every commercial break of uh, AEW last night. Like, yeah. Really works and everything. And from what I hear, it's flying off the shelves at comic book stores. Yeah. Oh. For now, it all crashed just like New Fifty Two did too. Well, then I'll never talk about it again. No, I, 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 I know they are really pushing it. They're pushing it hardcore. Um, it's all over the place. I think it's because of all the um, 
diversity in it. Mm-hmm. Well, know? I think they need to do something. They need to change it up or do something uh, to get new readers into it. I don't know. I mean, they do. They try this, you know. We've all seen them do these big changes. The thing about it is it, it it's not sticking around. It's only there for three months, and then it's snapping yeah, back to regular. But after the event is over, I guess some of the characters are going to stay in the modern timeline. Yeah, that's what I heard, too. Pretty much whatever's popular, they're going to figure out a way to write them in. Yeah, whatever, whatever stays. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, and then... They'll make them, and then they'll make a thing that it was all created by Doctor Manhattan, and <laughs> yeah, whatever happened with that nonsense? That's all. Nothing dropped it, you know. It'll all go back and forth, and then there'll be like uh, there'll be a line of figures out about it, and then a movie about it comes and goes. So, what about this uh, Marvel Heroes Reborn? Have you guys seen pictures of this? Seen that again? And Rob Liefeld again? No, it's it's a world <laughs> where there was no Avengers. So like, I saw some images of like, so there since there was no Avengers, like Miss Marvel was a fan of Power Princess, so she's like emulating her um, Nova, something with the Nova Corps. So he's like Kid Spectrum, and he's wearing the Doctor Spectrum costume, That's and then. Neat. And then Miles Morales never looked up to Spider-Man for some reason, but he's got like a Falcon-esque suit, sort of. So I don't know. It's interesting that this like that they're kind of changing some stuff up, but because they're talking it's about how they're changing. A big event is supposed to come this this summer or something. Yeah, yeah, it's supposed to be something happens and there's a basically you know how they did this you know was it future site where they change characters and kind of made them made them. Uh, Amaglams of other, you know, characters like mixed between, like mm-hmm. it was Doctor Strange and, and Captain America. And it was like uh, the the sorcerers. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. The Soul Rack Knight was Spider Man and right. Moon Knight. Yeah. yeah. The Sorcerer, the Soldier Supreme, or something yeah. like. Yeah. It's something like that because Thanos doesn't have the Infinity Gems; he has the Infinity Rings. And he's fighting in like the fantastic. Yeah, it's weird. It's just a lot of, you know, this what if almost world that they're doing. So it should be interesting to see what they're, what's happening. Yeah, I wonder how. Um, I have to look up a little bit and see. Like, oh, I guess the co- the, it comes out in May. Okay. So there's some. Heroes were born. They used one stuff before, right, Brock? Wasn't that? Yeah, that was the Rob Liefeld stuff. Yeah. Jim Lee and all those guys. Yep. Yeah, so they're just bringing back like how they did Secret War once and all that stuff. They yeah. just keep things back. This is a totally yeah. different premise, though. Yeah, because I forget Hero. Well, was Heroes Reborn? Someone was gone for like years. Well, Reborn killed everybody. No, it wasn't that he killed it. It was well, that Richard sent everybody to an alternate dimension. Right. They broke Onslaught's body, and it was just like that energy. So all the Avengers and heroes and Hulk. They dove into it to like destroy it, and they thought they killed themselves. But really, Franklin created another Earth that was on the like other side of the moon or something. It was smaller, and he created this planet, and that and that's where they all went to. So then it was all new number ones. Fantastic Four had a new number one. Thor, Cap, Hulk, Iron Man, Avengers, new lineups, new stories. Hulk was created by 
Tony Stark, like he had accidentally done that to Bruce. Remember he wore that outfit that had like the pipes coming out the back of it? Iron oh, Man's yeah. uh like Swordsman was on <laughs> was on the team. It was a whole different lineup and they went twelve issues. The art was good because like Jim Lee did some, Liefeld did some. All the big all the big image guys returned and did a cover. Mm-hmm. And then that's what left the Earth regular spider our universe was just Spider Man, the X Men and then the Thunderbolts debuted. Yeah. And then they all came back like a year later. Return a year later, yeah. And it was good. It was interesting. I doubt they're going to have this kind of commitment towards it to make it last a year, but <laughs> Doctor yeah. Doom has like a juggernaut helmet on. Yeah, he, he has the. He somehow found the the gem of Sidorak or some shit. Yeah, and he wears. He's wearing like a metal Doom juggernaut helmet. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, I won't get it, but no. <laughs> I don't know. See, to me, this looks cooler than Future State. It just looks like they're altering them a little bit, but still, like, in, in like, a cool way. It's hard for me to get excited for either, because you know nothing's going to stick. That's the truth. Yeah, and it's in, now they're to the point where they do so many events, the events cross over, so you don't know where it's at. Like, King and Black is still going on. King and Black isn't supposed to wrap up till the summer. So, like, if you're reading King and Black, the entire Earth is taken over by Null, and, like, the Avengers are all defeated. But, like, if you're reading current Avengers, it doesn't tie in at all. In regular Avengers, they're fighting the Phoenix with, like, the X-Men. So, like, it's not related to that at all. So... All these events you have are in their own pocket universe. So what's the point of reading it? Yeah. When they used to do them before, then it would be affected. It'd be like, oh, Infinity Gauntlet's going on. All right, all the books are like on hold or happening. Now it's just like, oh, you want to do an event? Yeah, you can have an event. I don't care. Go right ahead. Do whatever you want. You know? It doesn't matter. What's tough is, you know, working at the comic book store, I think me and Brock have probably – and you too, Don, because you've been there enough – you heard it both ways. Someone would be like, oh, I'm tired of all these big events crossing over to my book. I just want to read stories about the Avengers. And yeah. then it's like, oh, you know, there's these big crossover books, and then, you know, I, I'm stuck with X, Y, and Z. Like, it's it's right. you can't, it's always something. That was, why, that was the reason why you did – if you're reading the X-Men, they did their own little crossovers and their own little books. Same with Avengers. And then you did one big one a year, not yeah. kind of – you didn't need multiple of them. You just had one. One year you had Infinity Crusade or an Infinity War and Infinity Gauntlet, you know, and that was it. You didn't need all this shit and stuff that they do constantly. All this shit and stuff. You know? I guess Hyperion is real big in this Heroes Reborn is what I'm looking at. He's because there's no cap. He's or, or there's no big three. He takes the place of like the big three because he's like Captain America because he works for the government. He's like Thor because he's got like the, the superpower base. Don't you love that Marvel every once in a while gets a Hyperion hard on and they yeah. start with him and then they kind of like cancel it. Remember like when Hickman put him in the Avengers and made him like a prominent Avenger fighting alongside Thor and then even going back to like the Exiles when they did their Hyperion run, oh, you know, yeah. they yeah, always kind of go on a Hyperion run. Then they're like, yeah, okay, we're just back to yeah, yeah, no more Hyperion. We don't know what we're doing there, you know. Yep. Hyperion hard on is what I call it. All right, we finally done with this show. Yeah, sorry. Right. I appreciate comic book news, Brock. That's good. We we don't get to discuss and like debate comics too often because like we don't read them as much. So yeah. it's good to get a comic debate going. 
Yeah, we're not in the we're not in the the, the biz anymore. It's true. Biz All right, take us out. All right, everyone, please like, share, subscribe, invite, tell your friends, and have a great day, evening, whatever you want to enjoy. Whatever time you're listening to us. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Let's enjoy it. Take care of yourself and each other. Bye. Later.